You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. GHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back so he take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial and on the Martin Houston Radio Network, streaming on various social media outlets, including uh, Martin Houston fan page, Martin Houston personal page, Martin J. Houston, X's and O's, excuse me, sports, Tide 109. And also Alabama tradition. You can find us on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on fit, uh, Twitter at Martin Houston 35. We're live, local, and ready to go. And want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205 342 9904. 205 342 9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. And uh, ready to get that conversation going. Or if you want, uh, you can always chat us up, ask us questions, follow up there as well. And lots lots of things happened since the last time we won. Alabama Crimson Tide has taken the field a couple times. Uh, some questions and comments around uh, the competition there. And um, we'll, we'll be breaking that down in just a moment. Also, uh, our one and only time to speak to the coordinators or hear from the coordinators till uh, the playoffs. Uh, and, of course, that means that if we're going to get to speak to them again specifically, it means Bama needs to make the playoffs. So uh, we'll we'll see what they had to say. Uh, O'Brien seems to be excited. Uh, Pete Golding, uh, Golding um, apologizes, uh, takes ownership, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, I felt like if I'd had my eyes closed, I felt like I was talking to Jimbo Fisher uh, with the with how fast he was talking, uh, and uh, it was just an interesting interesting conversation there. Don't know that there was a whole lot said from them or by them, but uh, we can work that into the conversation if you would like as well. And then uh, just start to have some conversation around uh, this year's football team. Uh, who's going to be the guy to step up? Nick Saban 
throwing out a little early praise for some of the um, uh, enrollees, or I mean transfers, and who else is standing out. If you have thoughts and opinions, we'd like to invite you to get in on the conversation once again as on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier at 205-342-9904, the Alabama One Hotline, and or chat us up uh, on the various outlets. So uh, before we get started, I want to remind you that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world. So be a difference maker today. Let's bring in X. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. So um, kind of uh, toss it to you. Uh, you, you know, the the uh, what's your first big takeaway after Bama's been on the field for a couple times? Yeah, the news about uh, – some of the young guys coming in, making an impact. There's been a lot of news around Shaz Preston, the wide receiver out of Louisiana, making some plays, making some headliners. Because, you know, there's been a track record of a summer in Rowley coming in, making an impact, especially at the wide receiver position. So it sounds like it might be Shaz Preston at this point. Uh, some competition at the inside linebacker position next to Henry Toto. A lot of names mentioned by Pete Golden from, of course, Jalen Moody and Deontay Lawson, but also Jihad Campbell, another true freshman, and Ian Jackson at those spots, as well as Nick Saban giving praise to cornerback junior Jaquez Robinson for saying that he could end up being a key contributor at some point throughout the season. All right, so let's, let's – instead of just throwing those things out there, let's, let's dig a little deeper uh, into uh, the the conversation there uh, around those. Uh, we're, we're still working on having everything broke down, but uh, as far as what they had to say, uh, I, I had – I didn't put it up, but I had had it one as one of the potential topics of who is going to be that – Late Roley, uh, I shouldn't call them late because they actually enrolled before school start and all of that. They're actually here all summer most of the time. But which one of those guys that didn't go through spring is going to be uh, that guy, you know, the um, that, that guy that's going to be the player who makes a difference. Uh, it's potential for uh, you just threw out a name. Um, and uh, let's let's talk about what he brings to the table uh, in Mr. Preston. Yeah, when you look at Josh Preston, big body kid to be coming in out of high school, 6'2", about 190 pounds. So very physical from that standpoint already. Uh, seems to be a very good route runner from the clips that I've seen. and seems to have good hands. Uh it's always interesting in that wide receiver room. And like you say, you just look throughout the years, and there's always the guy that comes in later that makes an impact. You look at last year alone, it was uh, JoJo Earl before his knee injury. Uh, you can also count Jamison Williams as a transfer coming in late and leading the team in receiving. 
is he going to be a, a Jameson Williams? Don't know yet, but it seems like he's working hard to get on the field after being technically behind the eight ball when you look at when all the other guys arrived. Uh, Aaron Anderson is still dealing with the knee injury, so that's going to slow down his uh, maturation within the system. But I, I really like Shaz Preston and what he brings to the table. Yeah, so so from that standpoint, you got uh, you got Shaz Preston, as you said. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um, Bama has a couple of big body receivers, but uh, you know, Jacory Brooks is of course six two. Uh, they got Tyler Harrell listed at six foot. I'm not sure about that, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Trayshon Holden, I think, is the biggest guy we got right now at 6'3". And, of course, Shash Preston, six foot, uh, just over six, right around six foot. Uh, him and Burton, uh, kind of uh, about the same uh, height, uh, but uh, Burton a little bigger, a little thicker uh, body receiver. Um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting the way the receivers used to get on the field early back in the day was in the Nick Saban offense was if they could come in and if they could block, you know what I mean? Now these guys yeah. come in uh, and, and they're just polished route runners. And I think a lot of that has to do uh, with the the seven on sevens where these quarterbacks and, and wide receivers are playing together all the time. So, uh, but that man, it's a lot of wide. Alabama has a lot of wide receivers that once you start really thinking about it, that could contribute. So, uh, literally, uh, I know the, the, the rep is that hey, Bama had to go out, had to go out, not not needed to go out or wanted to. But I'm not, I'm not saying that these guys they're, they're just not going to be a huge rotation because when you look at it, literally, literally. Uh, it, 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 can these guys play? Can Jermaine Burton play at this level? You just say yes or no. And I want, I want uh, Mason keep account for me. All right, okay. Jermaine Burton, X, just yes or no. Yes. Jacory Brooks. Yes. Tyler Harrell. Yes. JoJo Earl. Yes. Trayshawn Holden. <laughs> yes. Christian Leary. Yeah. A healthy Aaron Anderson. Uh, I, that That's where it starts to get to that maybe range for me. Yeah. Well, Aaron Anderson was having an actually best spring, before, you know, uh, as far as uh, uh, making noise when he first got here. So uh, he, he, he was making a little noise early on, but, but, you don't know that uh, five nine one eighty four. So we can hit Thai Jones Bell. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 know about him. He he's a maybe. Uh, and the only reason we say maybe is because he's been uh, in there. But Anderson uh, will be. I think Anderson definitely has the potential to be an impact player at some level, even if he's not at wide receiver. Then you got Shaz uh, Preston. Maybe. Kendrick Law, maybe. So I mean, that, and, and then there's and, a lot of and Isaiah Bond like that. 
Yeah, and then it, uh, yeah, and I skipped Isaiah Bond. I mean, I mean, that, <laughs> there's there's a handful of guys. How many did you have for sure on your list, uh, Mason? One, yeah, two, I mean, three, I think four, I kind of similar to y'all get right in there in that kind of six, seven, eight, you know, sometime even if you really want to get even crazier, kind of nine to ten range. There's just so many yeah. guys. I mean, everyone yeah. on this team is a dude, you know. Yeah, and that's what's crazy is we're we're we're, we're naming some of these guys uh, that that may or may not be able to play, uh, but you're like at number six on the depth chart by the time you get to a maybe. Uh, on guys who can play, and it's and it's a high maybe, not not one of these uh, questionable guys. And the only guys that you have a mate, the only veteran guy that you have a maybe on would be who? Bale. Yeah, I mean, and when we just don't know about him, I mean, I, I just haven't seen a lot from him. Not hadn't heard anything negative about him, but hadn't heard heard any glowing positive either. And not playing behind this group. Is not necessarily a bad thing. Two things I want you to think about while we're at break is um, which one of those guys uh, do you think um, is going to be the surprise guy of this year? And then uh, what other player and or position do you think has a breakout player uh, coming out of, of camp? Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll get some audio from the coaches coming back from the break, and we'll also bring Pat into the conversation as well. You listen to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business, 205-342-9904. And Alabama One has a great promotion going on right now with more buck for your truck, more car for your cash and of course talking about those auto loan uh, rates uh, as low as 1.99 on a 36 month deal and up to 96 months on a brand new car 84 months on a used car certain conditions do apply and listen when you get that car you can get up to 250 dollars cash back and 60 days no payment. That's Alabama One. If you got that teenager you're getting ready to get that car for as school starts back up, uh, then this is the deal you need to take advantage of right now. And so, so many things happening around Alabama One, but nothing better than more truck for your buck. AlabamaOne.org. Apply online or stop by one of our branch locations. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a good Monday morning to you. No wrecks, traffic light. If you see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Towns of Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Did you know not washing your hands after using the bathroom can increase the spread of hepatitis A? Washing your hands with soap and water, as well as getting vaccinated, is the best way to protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A partly sunny sky today with scattered showers and thunderstorms developing. Most active this afternoon and early tonight. The high today 91, tonight's low 72. Tomorrow, scattered showers and storms forming again with a high very close to 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Absolutely. I mean, I think obviously, you know, no, no position here is in stone, but obviously Henry had a good year. He's got leadership, right? So he's at the mic position. Uh, I think at that will spot, right, based on what you're in, whether you're in a three-fork system or a four-two, based on what you're seeing, you've got Moody that's got experience in the system. you got Deontay Lawson, who I think had a good spring, had a good summer. I think he's having a good fall camp. I think there's a push right there right now. And then you add young players to that with Jahide Campbell. And I think Ian Jackson has been preparing the right way, practicing hard. So, And we're moving some guys around, and we're getting those guys to compete, and that's what fall camp's for. But, yeah, we'll have to come out of camp and see who that guy is. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. That, is that Jimbo Fisher or Pete Golding? I mean, he kind of sounded like uh, Jimbo Fisher with how fast he was talking, but uh, some inf- interesting information around inside linebacker, and we're going to get to that conversation here in just a moment uh, in terms of competition. Uh at, at that position, a couple of things popped in my head as Pete was talking about the competition at that position and who was in that competition. And as we were going to break there, we were talking about wide receivers and which one of these guys that we think uh, of the wide receiver uh, group, uh, the obvious 
candidates, of course, uh, the new guys, Tyler Harrell and, and Jermaine Burton, they're off the list. You don't get to claim those two guys. You expect them to come in sort of like you do a JUCO guy. That's why Nick Saban signed them. Um, and, of course, you got Ja'Cory Brooks, who already had made a little noise. And JoJo Earl was a guy who, before he got injured, uh, was playing really high. And before he had his meltdown in the spring, uh, was was a guy who you would have expected to play as he flashed last summer and actually was playing. So you expect him to pick that back up after a good spring. But of of, of the Trayshawn Holden, Christian Leary, Aaron Anderson, Thai Jones, Bell, Isaiah Bunn, Shaz Preston, Kendrick Law, um, which one of those guys do you think um, uh, make some noise uh, this this? Uh, wide receiver in this wide receiver room? When I look at it, I, I look at a guy like Trayshawn Holden probably to make a lot more noise than expected. He's very talented. He has a very good relationship with Bryce. They've been roommates. Um, I think he can have a really big impact. And then when you start to look at the younger guys, if if Aaron Anderson can get back healthy, like we said, he had a huge spring and was really looking to be a big-time playmaker throughout the spring. If he can get back healthy before the season starts, I think he's due for a big impact as well as you, you can't count out Leary or Earl being able to do what they do in the slot as well. And then I think on the outside, again, you look at Shash Preston with his, his body type and just the news that you've heard around him has been able to make plays and use his uh, size to his advantage. Mason, you have any thoughts on that? I think I, I, I really agree with what X is saying. I love Treshawn Holden. I think he's a guy, you know, who is – I think he's been slept on a lot on this team because, you know, you look back to last year, him – I mean, you know, a guy like Corey Brooks as well to an extent, but neither of those guys really got involved a whole lot until they kind of just got thrown to the fire last year at the end of the season. And, you know, uh, yes, they had some, some, some tough plays here and there, but they also made a lot of really impressive plays and I think showed a lot of flashes of what they can do in this offense. So I'm I'm very excited about Treshawn Holden. I think he gives this, this offense another wrinkle, being that 6'3", kind of big-body target. I think he, he adds a whole lot to the offense. Have you ever wondered why um, Devontae Smith had a Heisman year when he was probably not the most gifted wide receiver Um in that that crew of receivers, you ever thought about that? You know what it was. Who who did he? Who did who who did who was the fourth guy of that crew? Devonte Smith, Devontae. right? Huh? Yeah. It was Devonte. Yeah. Even though Devonte, if you go back and watch before Devonte became the man, Mason the X, he was what. He was the guy who would always have a big game when we needed him, the LSUs of the world, you know, uh, th- th- those types of games. You, cause you go back and look, even before he came to starter, he still had some of the best games out of those four guys when they were all here, uh, whether it be number of catches, number total yards, et cetera. Um, but he practiced with the guy all the time, and that guy was Mac Jones. Because they were the what? They were the number two guys, right? 
You know, Mac Mac wasn't up there with uh with all of those guys all the time. Mac was throwing a lot of times to Devontae Smith. Tracian Holden has been catching passes from Bryce even when Bryce was the backup and Trayshawn was a freshman. And so um you could see a, a huge breakout for that reason for Trayshawn Holden, as well as Ja'Cory Brooks has a little bit of that, but he's not as big body as Trayshawn Holden. Trayshawn Holden is the only receiver in his body type and size, which, if used correctly, that 6'3", and we still never really have used that a lot. With Bryce Young's accuracy, I'd like to get you guys thoughts, and then we'll get Pat in, and then we'll we'll circle back to the conversation. Do you see um, Bryce Young's accuracy, and 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 maybe uh, Bill O'Brien having been here around him a little bit more, potentially using those back shoulder uh, passes as well as the fades at the end zone? Well, we're the only team in America, I think, that doesn't use our big body receiver as big body receivers. No, I think that'll be a big impact if they do it. I think Trayshawn might he's he's not the fastest guy. So in between right. the twenties, he might not be the most effective wide receiver Alabama has. But as you, you said, he's six three. He's about 210 pounds. Man, that is a red zone threat if I've ever seen one, especially when you look at him compared to all these other wide receivers at Alabama. Like we said, we have Cameron Latou at tight end, not a whole lot of experience behind him. He's dealing with a knee injury from what I, or a lower body injury from what I understand. If he's able to come back and be effective, of course you look at him as a red zone threat. But then you go look at number 11 on the outside, and you can just line him up across the board, move him around, and that becomes that second red zone threat while the younger tight ends are developing and improving. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and he's not much smaller. Uh, he, he's listed at 214. I think he may be a little thicker. Uh, I mean, a little, little bigger, bulkier, not not fat. But, uh, Mason, I mean, uh, before we get to Pat real quick, uh, what – I mean, what are your thoughts? We just have never had that as a part of our offense. But I think that Bryce Young is the guy. I think any of our guys could have executed it. But Bryce Young may be the best uh, uh, other than Tua, potentially. He was so accurate uh, in the red zone. But do you see maybe O'Brien using him? And that becomes kind of the niche. Because that's how you can always get on the field if you can find yourself a niche while you work on the other part of your game. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, I think going back to last season, obviously, you know, we know Bryce was very accurate, but he did he did struggle at times, I think, with the kind of the deep ball, the over-the-top ball kind of stretching the defense. Sometimes, obviously, you know, <laughs> we look back, there's a lot of plays where Jamison Williams was 10 yards behind the defense. It's pretty easy to hit a guy wide open down there. Right. But there were a lot of opportunities, a lot of uh, instances where he, he missed some throws like that. So I think – giving him uh, just an extra large target that can kind of go over the top like that, I, I really hope that we see those kind of back shoulder throws. Because, I mean, it, something some, very similar to the play, you know, Ja'Cory Brooks caught the, the game-tying touchdown in the iron ball. It was yep. kind of a fade back shoulder throw. I think we could see a lot of plays like that this year. Yeah, and that's what I – you nailed it. That's kind of the play I'm talking about where you have a 6-3 on one side and a 6-2 on the other, 
Um, and, and here's the thing. You don't get wide open inside the 20, inside the red zone. There is no wide open because the DBs don't have as much coverage. And, and I understand sometimes coverages are busted and all of that. But there's not as much room to move. And the quarterback's accuracy becomes important. And the wide receiver's wingspan and catch radius becomes mission critical. And a guy like Treshawn Holden is one of the few guys on this staff, I mean, on this roster, that has the potential to give a little bit of that radius, catch radius, uh, for Bryce to use down in the red zone. So, uh, I, I agree with you guys on Treshawn Holden potentially jumping out. Uh, I got a, a, a one other guy that I want to talk about, uh, but but Pat's been patient, so let's get to Pat. Pat, you in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah. Hey, do y'all think that Christian Leary with his speed is going to be able to help us in the return game? I know you're talking well, about wide receivers, but I kind of look well, at those as being both being able to catch the ball and not fumble it. Well, actually, uh, that's the other guy, Pat, that I was talking about that I was going to talk about after talking with you, is I think Christian Leary, here's where I think Christian Leary comes into play potentially. What position did they move him to last year? Didn't back. he play some in the slot? No, they moved him to running back. Which tells you what? That he's physical. That 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 he's strong for his size. That, mm-hmm. that that they think he can break tackles. We already know he can fly. So now think about this. Think about a guy uh using short passes, using the reverse game, um uh getting the ball in his hand on wide receiver screens, bubble screens, um, slant routes. Um, now think about Christian Leary coming across the middle, uh, with a guy on his hip. He now has the speed to run away from a guy, but undoubtedly because of that running back skill, Pat, he might just be able to break some tackles. And if you break a tackle in the middle of the field, when the other wide receivers have their guys out on the edge, chasing them, the middle of that good field. Good night, Irene. Huh? It's good night, Irene. That's right. You think about how many times Jameis Williams caught a pass uh, coming across the middle, and then he would plant that left foot and, and split the split the defense right down the middle last year. So uh, I think Christian Leary is another guy to keep your eyes on. What else you got for us? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to uh, talk to uh, ask X about. Uh, I'm reading where that our. Uh, number two quarterback in this class that uh, John Garcia sees him that he should that he would have been rated a tremendous amount higher had he not been playing baseball and gone to the Elite 11s and different things. And uh, But I'm also seeing that he's ranked as one of the top 20 baseball recruits in the country and could be uh, drafted in the first round that uh, – so, my and uh, let me finish up the two parts of this question. The other parts of this question is is that why is our uh, kid out of uh, uh, South Mississippi not being shown any more love as an athlete uh, when he had uh, two thousand yards passing, thirty touchdowns, only three interceptions? 
and 20 more touchdowns running the ball. Hey, I'll let you uh, respond well, first, and I'll give you my thoughts. Well, when you look at uh, Bray, uh, Dylan Lonergan, that might be why he's not rated as high, because he has the option of baseball, and they tend to drop those guys just a little bit because football might not be their future. But and and they don't want – let me say this. In, in X, they don't want their number one player uh, to not be <laughs> not be playing football. I mean, sometimes yeah. you're right. They, 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 I, I think sometimes they those guys get deemed um, because uh, they, they may not end up playing the sport. And, and so the story dies when, when they go from high school to college versus a – Eli Hosting or Arch Manning or, or any of that, that that's, they can always come back to that conversation, Pat, with where they had him ranked and how well he did or didn't do. It becomes more news. So go ahead, X. Yeah, I mean, so that's probably why Dylan isn't getting the love that he's getting. And as far as uh, Hubbard from Mississippi, I think the deal with him as far as the love he gets is he's not going to be playing that position in college. So he doesn't get the love that he would get. If if Hubbard was going to be a quarterback, he probably would get a little bit more love. But the fact that he's going to be changing positions completely, even though he does play a little bit of DB in high school, I think that's why his love, the love for him isn't necessarily where it could be or should be. Yeah, and, and well, I'm not it's, even it's, sure. It's crazy. Go ahead, Martin. I'm sorry. No, 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 Pat. Pat, I, I, I totally agree with Xavier. Not trying to be funny with with yeah. this and not toot my own horn. Pat, as a tailback in high school, I averaged ten yards a carry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, over ten yards a carry. They never talked about me in the running back recruitment. Not one time. Why? They were just wrong, Why? Martin. They were wrong. Right. Because I was going to be a fullback. So they never, they never, and of course, recruiting wasn't as crazy as it is now and it's talked about. But they were, I was never part of the running back conversation when it came to, to, to going to college. And Xavier nailed it. That's what I was going to say about the young man from Mississippi. Because yeah. technically, Pat, He's not going to be a quarterback. I'm not sure he's going to be a DB. He might be a tight end. Uh, of course, with the number of tight ends Nick Saban's recruiting now, I'm not sure that, that – <laughs> I'm not sure about that now. I used to say he was going to be a tight end, but uh, he, he might very well stay at that safety, kind of be a, a Vinny Sanceri type uh, uh, um, guy at, at that. But he, he's a great athlete uh, from from what I've seen. Uh, don't know how high up on the athletic pole you kind of look at when you start looking at athletes uh, that Alabama have signed. Julio Jones was rated as an athlete, and Derek Henry was rated as an athlete. Pat, eh, I'm not sure yeah. he's quite in that category. <laughs> so uh, not all athletes uh, that are ranked as athletes are created equal. Yeah, well, I mean, just when you uh, create 50 touchdowns, 50 now, mind you, Touchdowns in a, in a, at the highest level in Mississippi, uh, which is not a, a slouch deal. Oh, uh, right. that's just that's just crazy. That uh, but hey, the other thing is you're talking you're, you're talking about wide receivers, and I'm real real excited 
about what I'm reading uh, about the Foley coach uh, down in Foley, Alabama. He said that uh, in the kid that we've got, the Perry kid we've got recruited for 2024, that he's six foot three and can fly, and that may be Julio reincarnated. How crazy is that? It'd be a sweet thing to see uh, a Julio. They are cousins, aren't they? I'm not sure. Uh, well, hey, we're all cousins when you go as far back we go. We're all cousins. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> hey, but look, hey, but seriously, though, oh, I mean, there's, this guy's over 200 pounds already. And, hey, and, y- and y'all understand that as a junior, his, his growth plates are not, uh, are not uh, closed. Yeah. Well, he, he better be careful because he might be end up being a tight end, Pat, <laughs> which is not all bad in today's football game. Uh, uh, I, I'll take a Brock Bowers in a heartbeat uh, uh, if I got some uh, nice guys at the wide receiver position. I think Brock Bowers yeah. is an absolute matchup nightmare. Uh, potentially, potentially could be, um, you know, uh, don't want to talk too much about a Georgia guy, but Brock Bowers could be potentially – the toughest matchup in college football this year. Yeah. But, but Especially but, but, if he has a quarterback that can get him the ball uh, because he was difficult even with uh, Stetson Bennett, uh, who is a national championship winning quarterback, by the way, throwing him the ball. <laughs> thanks, Pat. Yeah. Appreciate that, well, man. Thanks, fellas. You have a great one. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. Went a little long on that break, so let's get the break here. Coming back on the other side, we'll put the finishing touches on that conversation around wide receiver step out guys, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about that Pete Golding audio uh, and the competition uh, that we have. Might might refresh it when we come back from break. Uh, you stay tuned for more conversation. Love to get your thoughts on uh, Alabama. A couple days in the barn, uh, counting down upon. Uh, less than 30 days to that first game. Want to get you in on the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Simon Besman with your Tide Sports Update. Auburn quarterback T.J. Finley was arrested on Thursday for charges of attempts to elude with Auburn police. Finley was later released on a $3,000 bond. Coach Saban announced that starting tight end Cam Lata will, quote, miss some time in camp. He did not provide a reason why. And Alabama softball A's Montana Fouts inks a new NIL deal with Summit Stands, a hunting accessory store. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on University Boulevard at Alabama 216 at five points with delays. Minor congestion, McFarland at 69 and 69 at Union Chapel. Is it time for a new vehicle? Then it's time to visit Townsend Nissan. Both new and used offer a lifetime powertrain warranty. Check it out. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Absolutely. I I think obviously... You know, not, no position here is in stone, but obviously Henry had a good year. He's got leadership, right, so he's in the right position. Uh, I think of that will spot, right, based on what you're in, whether you're in a 3-4 system or a 4-2, based on what you're seeing. You've got Moody that's got experience in the system. you got Deontay Lawson, who I think had a good spring, had a good summer. He's having a good fall camp. I think there's a push right there right now. And then you add young players to that with Jahai Campbell. And I think Ian Jackson has been preparing the right way, practicing hard. So, and we're moving some guys around, and we're getting those guys to compete, and that's what fall camp's for. But, yeah, we'll have to come out of camp and see who that guy is. All right. Ian Jackson. Interesting name. Jihad Campbell. An interesting name. Uh, did not hear uh, Demoy Kennedy's name mentioned. Didn't hear a uh, couple other guys, but Deontay Lawson uh, making a little noise. Uh, I think that linebacker position may be about as interesting and crazy a, a position as the linebacker position. So we're not going to cram that in in this quick segment here. Uh, we'll come back on the other side and, and get to that. Uh, guys, uh, closing thoughts on the wide receiver um Conversation, uh, Christian Leary conversation. Uh, let's take about thirty seconds or so and, and give you closing thoughts. There, we'll get the break, come back, and we'll we'll, we'll spend the last segment on this linebacker uh, battle that we may be in the midst of here at camp. This is probably Alabama's deepest 
one of Alabama's deepest years at not only running back, but definitely wide receiver when you look at who all Alabama has and just the opportunity. I think there's a good five to six guys that we will see consistently on the field this year. I think it'll be more of a rotation than we have seen in the past. I'm excited to see what the new guys bring in Burton and Harrell uh, once the season starts. You get the guys like the big body holding back in there as well as the speedy guys and Leary and Earl and, and Brooks as well, who's kind of that in-betweener with his size and his athletic ability. And maybe one of these young guys can come in and make some make some noise and get on the field, whether it's Bond, Anderson, Law, or Preston. And I'm really excited about this wide receiver. Uh, Mason, closing thoughts before we get to break here. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much share the same sentiment as, as both of you do. I think this is a very deep group. I think there's a lot of guys in here that can contribute. I'm, I'm just interested to see kind of what the rotation looks like. You know, uh, last year I think there was a lot of guys on this team that could contribute as well, some of them still on this team, but we didn't see many of them get in the rotation. So uh, I, I think Nick Saban will likely learn from that last year, you know, but we'll see. I don't know. It, it's, it'll be interesting to see kind of what the rotation looks like. Yeah, I think he, I, I hope he learned from that. Uh, and I know some of it was the kids' attitudes and some of it was attitude magnified by not get, getting opportunities in their opinion. And what you can't afford if you're Alabama is to have another year where you uh, have guys leave from aging out and then have guys leave from uh, frustration and now you have no experience at all. Uh, and so I think you will see a higher rotation by Wiggins and company. And here's my, here's my kind of my overall assessment of it. And we'll, 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 we'll revisit this wide receiver thing as we get more knowledge, see some more scrimmages, et cetera. But I don't think the ceiling is as high. I don't think we have a Jamison Williams. I don't think we have a Devontae Smith, but I think the floor is much higher. Uh, I think the gap between the floor of those who played and the ceiling of those who's played at Alabama in recent years, uh, in the last couple of years, is uh, much smaller this year between the best and the worst uh, of the group that will play. And I think the, the worst of this group is much higher than uh, the worst of last year. I know that sounds kind of <laughs> crazy to say, but uh, ceiling, not as high. But the floor is higher and a lot more guys in between that I think that can contribute at a winning level, as Saban likes to, to say, uh, they can play at a Bama standard. Coming back on the other side, we will uh, begin the conversation around the inside linebacker position battle based on some of the comments from uh, uh, our defensive coordinator, Mr. Pete Golding. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on University Boulevard at Alabama 216 at five points with delays. Minor congestion, McFarland at 69 and 69 at Union Chapel. Is it time for a new vehicle? Then it's time to visit Townsend Nissan. Both new and used offer a lifetime powertrain warranty. Check it out. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Monday morning. Former Northport Mayor Donna Aaron has passed away after an extended illness. Ms. Aaron was originally from Wetumpka, came to Tuscaloosa to earn a bachelor's degree in math at the University of Alabama. She served two terms on the Northport Council, was council president for five years, and was elected the first female mayor of the city in 2016. Aaron was a high school math teacher for more than 30 years. She was 79 years old. Funeral services are pending. Click Tuscaloosa thread for more local news, sports, and weather. I'm Don Hurtley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. You know, I, I think the biggest thing with Jalen, and he knows this, we talk about this, is consistency. You know, so there have always been flashes that you'll be able to see, hey, there it is, right? But then come back in the next day and the inability to be able to stack it, right? And then the next day it's like, no, that, that's not it. Like, that's going to get us beat, whether it's on the field or whether it's off the field. And so I think consistency in the decision-making process and then the proper preparation, right? And then once he's out there, hey, let my rules apply and play fast. And I think we've seen more of that, and, but we got to get the pads on, put them in a live environment. We start getting these scrimmages and really, evaluate it and make sure we got the best guy at that spot all right that's, that's pete golden talking about Jalen moody and uh consistency of play uh x mason is is mason uh, uh moody's ability to be consistent is it mental or is it physical can he can, does he know what to do in, in in all times, but can't his body can't always get there, or is it a combination? What's your thoughts? Uh, I would say at this point in his career, you know, being a fifth year senior, I'd probably have to go with his more of the physical because he's been in the system long enough to know what to do and when to do it. So I I would lean probably to the physical side of it. Yeah, Mason, and if it's if it's more physical. Does that mean that this battle really is wide open and that we will have someone other than Jalen Moody most likely running out on the field uh, game one and at the latest game two against Texas? Yeah, I think this is certainly a wide open battle. I think especially a guy like Deontay Lawson, I think, uh, you know, if it, if if you know if if it was up to me it was his it'd be his job already if i'm just being honest you know i think i think jalen moody i like what he can do as a rotational guy but 
like X said, you know, after five years in the program, if he hasn't put it together yet, I don't see it happening this year. And I, I hate it for him. You know, I think he's a, a – like I said, he's a fine depth piece. I just don't think he's necessarily that starter level. And I think a guy like Deontay Lawson, he, uh, he certainly can be. And, you know, there's several guys on this team that I think will be competing for that role, but I, I think Deontay Lawson's probably the favorite in my eyes. Yeah, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at this linebacker position tomorrow as well. Uh, and, and and there's a lot of dogs in the linebacker group from the inside linebackers to the outside linebackers. Uh, and and of course, uh, you know, Lawson seems to be the guy to 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 win it. Uh, a guy that I hope gets a chance to get back in the rotation. A guy I saw play in high school a lot. Uh, Des Moines Kennedy. I also got to see um, uh, Lawson play as well. Uh, and Lawson, y'all, y'all, Lawson was kind of Mr. Utility guy. He played Wildcat quarterback. He played tight end. He played H back. He played outside linebacker. He played inside linebacker. Probably was the punt returner and kick returner too. But anyway, uh, a, 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 a really, really good athlete. But, but uh, some of the names you would have expected to be mentioned. At that position would have been maybe Demoy Kennedy, Kendrick Blackshire, uh, as, as a couple guys, Sean Murphy uh, as another guy. So, so interesting that Ian Jackson and Jihad Campbell, who was an outside guy, um, I thought he was coming here to play outside. That tells you what's going on at that position, probably uh, as much as anything, uh, X, uh, in terms of that. But is Ian Jackson kind of the surprise of the names that were mentioned uh, uh, as much as, as, as anyone? Um, I'll say this about that. I think when you look at Blackshire and you look at Kennedy, they're more in the mold of the Mike linebacker. You know, the Will linebacker is a little bit more athletic, yeah. his ability to play in space uh, more. And that's what you see when you see Campbell because of his ability to play outside. You look at Ian Jackson as well as Deontay Lawson and Moody. They're more – actually, Moody would probably be more of a Mike linebacker to me. But those yeah. other three guys are more of the wheel, play in space, cover the running back, tight end, uh, and things of that nature. So I think that's why you didn't hear their names. But, I, I mean, I'm excited if you hear a guy like an Ian Jackson getting into, the, getting into it. Now, the scary thing is if Jahaz Campbell ends up being the guy that – does a lot of potential damage to depth because he's the youngest of the bunch. You, you're yeah. probably going to lose a Lawson and a Jackson to transfers if uh, if Campbell comes out and gets that spot. So that's that'll be the interesting thing to see how that plays out. Yeah, man, we 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 don't have enough time to finish this conversation, <laughs> but uh, it, man, it's so many guys. Uh, you, you when you start looking at. at, at at the linebackers as a whole, when you throw in the outside linebackers as well, he said that they were moving some guys around. Was that just Jahat Campbell? Or could the likes of uh, Jeremy Alexander be looking at some potential linebacker? He, he, he's more of a Mike Beal 6'2", 260, you know, type of guy. Is, is he in there battling for Toa Toa, uh, backup reps um, because there's so many guys. So we're going to continue the linebacker conversation. Uh, good competition. Um, Moody, oh man, appreciate your faithfulness, but I think you're going to have a hard, hard time holding on uh, to that position. 
especially with the maturation of Toa Toa. And I think Toa Toa's maturation, guys, has as much to do with who starts at that other linebacker as it does Moody's uh, lack of physical ability. If Toa Toa can carry the load mentally, look for one of these young guys to step in. We will pick this conversation back up tomorrow. Mason's going to be with us all week. Actually, for the next three weeks, as Joe is a part of the Highlands Church, uh, he's going to be doing some things over there with their uh, 21 days. Uh, so, Mason, looking forward to having you with us for uh, an entire week so we don't have to skip and catch you back up after after uh, uh, a weekend. X, closing thoughts. You got about 10 seconds, man. Just just one thing that you want to throw out there. Yeah, I'm just excited that uh, football back into the swing of things, ready to see what this 2022 Alabama football team can provide for us. It is amazing to think of how much talent we have at every position, considering the fact that we lost an entire, entire draft class and like 20 guys to the portal, yet Bama's still loaded. And Nick Saban says it's a rebuild. We'll continue to talk about that and more each and every day right here on the Martin Houston Show. Remember to trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody.